Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 5th of March. Suspended Ahmadmi Party councillor Tahir Hussain, who was accused in the murder of IB officer Ankit Sharma during the riots in Northeast Delhi, has been arrested by Delhi Police's crime branch. The investigation is underway. Ahmadmi Party had suspended Hussain after he was named in the murder of the IB officer whose body was recovered from a drain in Chandbagh. On Wednesday, Hussain had moved an anticipatory bail application through his lawyer before the district and sessions judge. In the application, he claimed that he was nowhere near the area where Sharma was killed and has individuals who can testify for the same. His application stated that he was not absconding, but he had rather not heard from the police. Tahir Hussain has denied all the charges, saying that he and his family members were victims of the violence and not its perpetrators. In a video, he said he, along with his family members, had gone to a safe place in the presence of police on the 24th of February and did not return home after that. His claims were initially confirmed by the police. Additional Commissioner of Police Ajit Singla had said that he and his team had rescued the politician following an SOS call last Monday. But on Tuesday evening, the police issued a clarification that read, and I quote, on the intervening night of 24th and 25th February 2020, when some public men informed the police deployed at Chandbagh that Tahir Hussain was trapped as a crowd had surrounded his house, the police verified the same to be incorrect and Tahir Hussain was found available in his house. Unquote. Hussein has accused the police of holding a grudge against him because the Delhi High Court had flanked the Delhi police over his post on social media where he is seen pleading for police help. Our reporter Ayan visited the locality where Tahir Hussein lived. To know the details of the case and the problem with the main evidence that is being used against Hussein, do read his ground report titled Indian Media Has Made Tahir Hussein the Face of Delhi Riots. What is the evidence? Dear listeners, our reporters have been bringing you these reports fresh off the ground, often putting themselves in risky situations just so you know the complete story. Many of you might not be aware, but News Laundry is a completely ad-free news platform. These stories reach you because of the support of our lovely subscribers who understand and believe in the importance of keeping media independent in times like these when you don't know what's real and what's fake. So to the ones who are listening to this, pay to keep news free, folks. Because when the advertiser pays, the advertiser is served. But when the public pays, the public is served. Subscribe to us and be a member of the Independent Media Brigade. The Supreme Court refused to allow a victim of the Delhi violence to intervene in the matter related to alleged hate speech by activist Harsh Mandar during anti-CAA protests. Just a day ago, the Delhi police had filed an affidavit in the top court seeking contempt of court proceedings against the activist for his alleged remarks about the Supreme Court and the Parliament. Senior advocate Colin Gonzalez, who appeared for Mandar, told a bench headed by the Chief Justice of India, S.A. Bobre, that a riot victim wanted to intervene in the activist's case. The Chief Justice of India, however, refused to allow it. When Gonzalez proposed to place the alleged hate speech video by Mandar on record, the CJI said that the court had already asked the Solicitor General to do so. In the video, Mandar allegedly said that he has no faith in the Supreme Court and that real justice will be done on the streets. Police urged the court to not only initiate contempt of court proceedings against him, but also impose exemplary costs. On Wednesday, the centre alleged that Mandar, who has sought cases against some politicians, including Kapil Mishra, for indulging in hate speech, has made inflammatory remarks himself. 
Taking cognizance of this, the Supreme Court had said that the petition filed by Mandar would only be heard after it had dealt with the contents of a video where he had allegedly instigated a crowd against the top court. Seven MPs have been suspended from the rest of the budget session over the ruckus created in the parliament for the last three days over a discussion on last week's violence in Delhi. The second half of the budget session, which started on Monday, ends on April 3rd. Congress's leader of the House, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary, said that the party will not let up. He said, and I quote, We want a discussion on Delhi riots and we have requested them continuously and now the Speaker does not do it. We are not beggars. This has been done with the knowledge of the Speaker. Unquote. The opposition parties, which have been demanding a discussion in the House on the violence, have been very upset over the Speaker's refusal to hold it any time before Holi because, according to him, the time for such a discussion is not right. The biggest ruckus took place on Monday and Tuesday when members of the government and the opposition engaged in a scuffle and threw paper planes at the chair. Yes, unfortunately, you heard that right. They threw paper planes. Let me remind you again that we're talking about this country's parliament and not a kindergarten classroom. In a shocking incident, a man from Ramnagar village in West Bengal's Murshidabad was issued a voter ID with a dog's picture on it. The man, Sunil Karmakar, said that he had applied for a correction in his voter ID card when he received a revised card, but it had a dog's photo instead of his own. Karmakar, who was clearly not very happy, said it was like authorities were playing with his dignity. He said he will go to the block development office and request that such an incident does not happen again. The block development officer has said that the picture has already been corrected and Mr. Karmakar will get the revised ID card with the correct photo. After cancelling his holy plans owing to the coronavirus outbreak, Prime Minister Narendra Modi has announced that he will not visit Brussels. The India-European Union summit was called off in the wake of the outbreak of coronavirus in Italy that has claimed more than 100 lives. The number of confirmed cases in India has mounted to 30 after a Ghaziabad local tested positive today. In a travel advisory issued today, India announced that passengers from Italy and Korea who are planning to visit India will now need a certificate of having tested negative for coronavirus from authorised laboratories. This will be enforced from 12 a.m. on March 10th. External Affairs Minister S. Shankar said today that an Indian medical team will reach Iran today. He said that the authorities are working on the logistics with their Iranian counterparts for the return of Indians stranded there in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak in the country. An estimated 1,200 Indians are currently stranded in Iran. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. Do read Inder Bisht's report on how in India's villages, upper castes still use social and economic boycotts to shackle Dalits. He says the situation is particularly grim in Haryana. Dalits of Bhatla village claim that they have been ostracized for nearly three years. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.